Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Yeah, thanks, Dave. It is going to be a very busy edition of On The Pace this morning. We're going to grab a couple of guests to join us and, and try to find some winners for a massive weekend in harness racing because it's officially the start of the Carnival of Miracles Saturday night. The Chariots of Fire, the two sprint qualifiers for the Miracle Mile before the $1 million Miracle Mile takes place on March 9. And with only one runner officially confirmed for that in Leap to Fame off the back of his Newcastle Mile success, there are a lot of horses looking to put forward really bold showings this weekend uh, to find their way into that final field of eight. And on that, the barrier draw for the Miracle Mile will be conducted live on Sky Racing 1 on Sunday afternoon, just after midday at about 12.30. So that will be uh, there for all to see once we have the final field confirmed on Saturday night, the barrier draw Sunday at 12.30 on I think I said Sky One, Sky Racing Two, Sky Racing Two at twelve thirty on Sunday afternoon. One man who will be hoping to be involved in the Miracle Mile is Robbie Morris, off the back of Canina Provlima and also Pete said so going around in the Newcastle Mile last week. Canina Provlima uh, running third again. That runner will be looking to book his spot through uh, when taking his place in Saturday night's Allied Express Sprint. Plenty to discuss with Robbie as well as he joins us this morning. Good morning, Robbie. How are you? Morning, Britt. Thanks for having me. Busy few days and that's not stopping anytime soon. I just wanted to start this morning's show uh, with a bit of a recap of last night at Bathurst. The stable had a good night with two winners, Sir Knight, back in action. We saw him last year win the Breeders' Challenge Blue Series final. He was first up there last night, and it wasn't a big margin, but still a good start to his prep. Yeah, no, as a two-year-old, if he was ever left in front, he'd want to try and turn around and go the other way. So I was pretty proud of him being able to take him all the way for the mile and probably did switch off a little bit late, but probably match fitness probably let out on him the last 100 yards as well. But he, he grinded the win out, and, um, yeah, I was really pleased with, with both our babies. They went there and put their right foot forward. He was a horse who, as I've mentioned, was a feature race winner as a two-year-old. Did the New South Wales Derby come up a little quick for him? Was it not the right series for him? Why have you chosen this path? And I guess what are his major aims in the 2024 season? Yeah, probably with him, we're sort of more aiming towards Bathurst and then the Blue again and, and the Breeders' Challenge. Obviously, it just come up a touch fast for him. I would have liked him to have sort of two trials and a couple of runs leading into a, a Derby. Not that I don't think he's good enough. Um it just come up a bit fast for him, and I elected to, we elected to go a different way with him. But, yeah, Bathurst is probably his aim, and um, we've got American Spirit and Minos in the Derby Heat Saturday night. So just trying to keep them relatively separate, and I think it'll work out good for Sir Knight that way. You touched on the babies. The two-year-old races are starting to bob up, and yourself and Kerry-Ann took a couple to Bathurst last night. A very narrow defeat by he's a treacherous, but when they sprint home in sub-28 and you get beaten, I guess you can't be too disappointed what's your opinion of this guy yeah I, I think he's a really nice horse he's got a beautiful action he don't wear a boot um he's probably not your normal captain treacherous he's quite a relaxed character but um obviously quite often they can get up and about a little bit he's probably the other way around but every trial he's had he's got better and better and you know for him to sit park last night outside a, a handy one and beat it and bernie's horse has been trialing the house down and in Bathurst, so it was just great to see him go there and um, obviously owned by 
two very loyal clients in, in the Cordina brothers, John and Daniel. So um, it's good to see them get another nice one again. And Sugar Rush, a filly by Stay Hungry, she couldn't have been any more impressive on debut going 56 and 8 home in 27 and 5. She looks to be a little special. Yeah, she is. She's um she's a neat little thing. She's got to learn to sort of hold herself together sometimes. She can get a little bit in a hurry. Um, Obviously, she, she races with the earmuff put on and it's fixed because she just can get a little hot. Um, But she's, she's got loads of ability. She's very fast and... um. Yeah, I was really pleased with her. She went there last night and I thought, I just thought the travel might have got to her a little bit, but um, she handled it really good and she raced super. So for the both of those juveniles, are they both Bathurst eligible and, and sort of what's their path towards that? On Miracle Mile night, there's the Sapling Stakes. Is that a race you'd entertain with both of them or one of them? What are you thinking? Uh, yeah, at this stage, the filly definitely won't go to the Sapling. I'll keep the... We know me and Kerry discussed it at length last night and um, Mark and Christy Barton, that owner, are terrific people. And I, I just don't want to see any point of racing the Colts with her. I'd like to keep her to her own sex. And I've got to talk to, to John and Daniel in the next couple of days. We'll just let the dust settle with him. But, um, yeah, look, I think it's something that we'll definitely look at with he's a treacherous. He's, he's a big, strong boy, and I don't think another run will hurt him. Um, it's just whether I think can I cut, uh, there's a couple of hot days over the weekend after his run last night. So... We just want to be mindful of that as well, just to make sure it doesn't take too much out of him to trip the Bathurst and back. And then obviously it's going to be 40 today. And again, I think tomorrow. So a few things we've got to work out, but um, he may go there. It just depends on how he is next start of next week. All right. Well, exciting times with the juveniles starting to step out and you've clearly got a nice group around you. You head to Penrith tonight. What's your best chance of bringing home a winner from Penrith? You you have a role to play in many races, but on a few occasions, you've also got some tricky draws to contend with as well. Who do you have the most confidence surrounding tonight? Yeah, it's obviously draws are everything at Penrith. It's probably another tricky night there, but um, I've been driving a two-year-old for, for Brian Portelli, who does a really good job with them. Uh, Red Sapphire, his trial at Penrith Monday night was really good and um, he feels like he's got a bit of a motor. He's a bit green and he can do a few little things wrong, but um, if he gets it right tonight, I'm looking forward to getting there and driving him. I think he's a cult with a, with a nice future. And tomorrow night at Newcastle, before we start on Menangle, again, you've got a, a few nice steers. You you have Rosa Dundee in the feature, the Tommy Ray Sapling Memorial Final, a, a well-bred filly out of Rosa Mac by American Ideal, the ill-fated American Ideal. She went to Newcastle for a heat and she was well beaten, but is she a little bit better than what we saw on debut? I think she's a lot better. The occasion got to a barrier one hurt from, from Newcastle. It's a real tricky draw and sort of was half sideways when the gate went and she just had it all wrong. You know, she was on the wrong leg when it went. But um, she's a lovely filly. I do think she'll be better as she gets older. I think the three-year-old's where we'll see the best of her. But she's not out of this race. And she gave she trialled on Monday as well for Troy and she felt quite good. So, um, yeah, look, hopefully she can do it all right Friday night. And I'm sure she's definitely got a show there at some stage. Big night Saturday night, lots of horses engaged and you've got plenty of steers as well. Just on a few of the races, the Tough Monarch Trotters Free for All, yourself and Kerry have three runners, Scruffy Duel and Sunny G and Funky Monkey. What's the best of them? I would assume you're going to stick with the mare. Yeah, I'm sticking with the monkey. She's been ultra consistent since she had a hiccup in, in Brisbane and um, she's been narrowly beaten a couple of times. So I'll stick with her. She's when they're drawn on NR, she draws 10 and she seems to draw 
10 and 12 when they draw random too. So she's probably not having much luck with the draws at the minute. But um, Scruffy's ultra consistent and so Sunny G. So they'll both race well, but I'm sticking with the monkey. All right, that's the Trotters free for race number four. Kanina Provolima lines up in the Allied Express Sprint, comes up with gate number five. There's a bit of speed to your inside. What did you make of his Newcastle run? And, of course, a one-two finish would see him head through to the Miracle Mile. Do you think that he's a genuine winning hope in this race? Oh, I think he is, yeah. Obviously, he's, he's probably fringe line, that sort of horse. Um, you know, he's run. You can't fault how good he's going. His runs have been terrific. He deserves his spot. Probably Mac Dan drawn one. You know, I know he's getting out of the gate very fast, but it's you know different gate speed at Menangle. The gate's going so fast and they let you go. And I, I just don't think you'll be able to fully clear him. He might get three quarters of a length, but how much petrol do you burn doing it? So we'll just have to see how the gate goes. And, you know, I'm not fussed either way. I think he's just as good driven with a sit as well as he is going forward. So we'll just have to see how it plays out. But no, we're super happy with him and sort of great to be there. And just on a few of your Derby aspirants, Minos goes around in the first of the heats, lightly raced a son of better's delight, four starts, two wins and a minor placing. Went to Newcastle last time out. He had a pretty tough run. I guess being a better's, he's probably bounced out of that uh, not too badly, all things being equal. And going over a trip on Saturday night should suit him as well. Yeah, that's right. I, I probably, you know, I was in the naughty corner on Saturday morning. I probably drove in too hard first up off. I, um, I've got a lot of time for him, and I, I think he's a really nice horse. And probably first up, he didn't need it. But as you touched on, being by Better's Delight, it's sort of, I think it's actually brought him on. He seems pretty happy with himself. So, um, yeah, look, it's um, always good. You know, he's lightly raced, but, you know, I'm not going to obviously be able to do too much early. We'll just let the race come to him. But I'm sure this will do him the world of good. And he's actually Bathurst eligible as well. So, these races are sort of just all a little bit of a plan to see how he is come Bathurst time. In the second of the heats, the Greek general has a wide draw. He was first up in the Simpson Memorial. We're not too far from them, and he's had a, a trial subsequent to that as well. He, he trialled over the trip before that first up run, and he trialled pretty impressively, I thought. So that was a tick. Yeah, definitely. He's a nice nice horse going forward, the Greek general. He's, um, he's sort of done a few good things early in his career too, and and they elected to look after him and, and put him out. And I've been happy. Like, the other day, he got only like 25-8, which is not really him. I think he's better suited to the trip and better suited to when they go a lot harder, when they sort of turn it into a sit and sprint. I don't really think that's his go. So, yeah, looking forward to getting him over the journey, and I'm sure he'll run a race. And finally, American Spirit with the good barrier draw, gate number one. He's hit a probably quite an even lineup, ravishing sloys there. Soho Spectres first up as well. Uh, Jess Tubbs and Greg Sugars have a nice one drawn out wide, but he's second up. Yeah, second up, happy with his run first up. I thought he could have been a little better, and we hummed and hard whether we, we entered him or not, but he's, he's worked Monday morning, and again yesterday sort of says that he's come out of that run really good. So he's got a plum draw. Uh, once again, we sort of just see how he folds out early, but um, we'll be happy to just sit on the rail somewhere with him and bide our time. And I think he's a nice cult without sort of being a derby cult, but he deserves his chance. Thanks for your time this morning, Robbie. Good luck across the carnival. No worries. Thanks, Britt.
Robbie Morris joining us this morning, and we've covered plenty of territory there as well. But uh, I think most notably out of that chat, a few nice two-year-olds in the stable this year that we can follow off the back of their debuts at Bathurst last night. Let's continue on with our preview and catch up briefly with David Moran, who's going to have a, a big part to play in several of Saturday night's features. And uh, he's joining us this morning as well. Good morning, David. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks, Brett. How are you? Well, thank you. We know you're super busy uh, taking Captain Hammerhead into retention uh, ahead of the Chariots of Fire. All of the Chariots of Fire runners having to head into the retention barn from midday today. I'm assuming that you're there and he might be an old hand at this now. He went in for the Eureka. How has uh, your star four-year-old been this week off the back of his pal face Adios run? Yeah, no, he's been um, he's been really good, Britt. We're just getting here now and um, starting to warm up here, so they're all starting to get them, get them settled in nice and early, but He's pulled up really well. He, you know, run last week. He went to the line with the with the plugs in and um, you know, travelling quite comfortably. So he had um, pretty easy run last week, but it's going to be much harder this week. What do you make of the barrier draw? Middle of the road draw. I probably thought last week maybe the barrier was as much as it's silly to say it was a disadvantage drawn down low because he's a horse that can leave the arm and i would assume saturday night he's probably uh, when you assess that speed to your inside it mightn't look perfect as well but initial thoughts with gate five yeah i thought it was really good to be honest uh, i'm i'm uh, really happy with the draw like i said he, he's going to need a hell of a lot of luck and everything go his way against some of them quality four-year-olds how it is but um He's um he's barrier draw. I think it's perfect. There's there's a fair bit of speed to his inside, so hopefully he can slot straight into the running line there, close and handy enough to him. And after a couple there to go to war, he uh, he could be a little bit dangerous late. Have you had a look at the form in a little bit more depth? And what's your assessment of how you think the race will be run? Yeah, um, to be honest, it's it's quite it's quite a hard race to get a gauge on you know, on face value, but obviously Frankie Ferocious has been, um, you know, it's been terrific in his couple of runs. He possesses good gauge speed, but better be the best. It's getting out um, a lot better now. Don't stop dreaming. I think we'll get out quite good if Mark wants to use him. And, and obviously the one, uh, sooner the better. It, it's it's electric off the gate. So there's a lot of speed there. And, um, you know, if, if a couple of them horses do go to war early and if it's a very quick lead time, a couple of them got to do a bit of work. It's, going to bring some other horses into the race hopefully and certainly shaping up to be a very quickly run chariot to fire which i'm sure will very much benefit your bloke third up from a break he's a class customer and he's more than proven at this top level you're also going to have engagements in both of the sprint qualifiers for the miracle mile firstly ladies in red it must be a great feeling to know she's back in action on saturday night and clearly the team are very happy with her to throw on the deep end so to speak first up yeah, she's um, yeah, she's obviously she's a champion mare, and she's going to get a a chance now to sort of see how she fronts up against each one. She's obviously faced the boys once before in Queensland and was was too good, but it's um, you know, these races over the mile are obviously a lot different. Um, so it's going to be interesting. The the scratching now, the one probably makes it a little bit more tricky because I thought it might have held up, but with the um, with it being out. Um, you know, there's a lot of speed out wide. Hot and treacherous, I think, will begin quite good. Um, Spirit of St. Louis, um, also like Firefox even, you know, there's a bit of speed out wide there. So just depending on where we get to in, in the run, it's uh, not going to be any easy assignment. But um, if we can run in the first couple and, uh, and you know, 
select a spot in, in the Miracle Mile for you that would, would be a really good thing. She's had a couple of trials. What have you made of them? Yeah, quite good. Um, her first trial I drove her, she was beaten a fair way. Um, they run a really quick time. I didn't knock her around whatsoever. We just we practically uh, used her own trial. I, I clocked her going 53.6 or half, so I thought she was quite good and then she was a good. She was quite good again a fortnight ago. Um, she'd be a lot more forward. I know she was beaten first up last time, but that was, you know, she had two pretty comfortable trials over the 2100 last time. I was was first up for, you know, probably 10 or 12 months. So it was a big difference. So I'd imagine uh, Clayton and Emma will have a pretty spot on. It's great to see her in action on Saturday night, ladies. And finally, Curly James, he makes his way to Menangle. Has he had a run here before? I'm just looking now. It looks as though it might be his first effort at the big track, but he should be lacking nothing in fitness. He's had a a very strong grounding over the summer. He went to Albury last time out and was brave considering how that race played out. Good, I thought, in the Hunter Cup as well. But we know he's a very fast horse, and I would assume being back to the mile is an advantage, despite it being in a really hot field yeah i agree no i think that he's never raced here but i think the track will really really suit a horse like him um i thought his hunter cup run was terrific he sort of had to had to burn out of the gate just to hold hold his position um and then when they kicked up again you know coming down to the winning post the first time he, he sort of had to chase again so i thought he was really good um thought that was a pretty good effort and then obviously aubrey getting parked out around that little track um quite flat around the turns he didn't get beaten all that far so I thought he's um I thought he's in a race where he can probably probably go reasonably close it's obviously the hundred thousand dollar consolation for him the following week if he's not to make it so um I think he'll uh, give a good showing busy weekend upcoming for you David with some really good chances in these feature races we appreciate your time and wish you the best of luck no worries thanks very much Brittany David Moran joining us this morning. So not only does he have his own runner, Captain Hammerhead, engaged in the Chariots of Fire, but he's also got two really key hopes, drawn kindly as well in the sprint qualifiers for the Miracle Mile, where first and second past the post will guarantee their position uh, in that Miracle Mile seven days later. It's an enormous weekend in harness racing. Ten races from an angle on Saturday night will certainly be the centrepiece. If you can't make it on track, which I suggest you do if at all possible, there'll be comprehensive coverage across the channels of Sky and, of course, here on Sky Sports Radio to bring you up to date with the very latest. We race at both Tamworth and Penrith today. The first from Tamworth of eight races gets underway at 1.26 before we roll along to another nine races, including another two-year-old out of Penrith this evening, the first set at 6.22. Tomorrow, we have a busy day with Wagga racing in the daytime slot, Parks and Newcastle tomorrow night, headlined by that a two-year-old feature before all eyes focus in on Menangle on Saturday night. In saying that, there will be a few watching Tasmania with uh, the Tasmania Cup of $150,000 being staged at Hobart, where New South Wales will have a representative as well when the James Rattray-trained star major lines up as favourites. So, so much happening. You'll stay across it all here on Sky Sports Radio, and Michael Vera will find you some winners tomorrow morning at about the same time.